Welcome to Lifelines. This is John Augustine. Consider the grandeur of ancient megalithic buildings. Huge stone complexes erected thousands of years ago by the Egyptians, the Mesopotamians, and the builders of Stonehenge. The most impressive member of that family on our side of the globe is Machu Picchu in Peru, a mountain city built by the Incas, the largest and most powerful native empire in the Americas. But Machu Picchu is much younger than its cousins, built around 1450, only decades before the Spanish invasion of South America. Still, almost no one knew about the city until 1911, when it was discovered by an American adventurer named Hiram Bingham. He was born for exotic environments. In 1871, in Hawaii, to a family of missionaries when America was eager to convert the people they would soon acquire. Hiram would leave Hawaii and the church to enroll in Yale University, a major influence in his life. He married a girl named Tiffany, not her first name, her last name, as in fine jewelry and lamps. Exploring is an expensive pastime, and Bingham was able to use his wife's family money to finance his adventures. His first expedition to South America focused on Spanish history and their empire, which had displaced the aboriginal peoples. He and a friend reenacted a heroic event, Simon Bolivar's march through the wilderness and across the Andes to liberate Colombia. Encouraged by his adventure, he returned for a second expedition, funded by Yale, searching for the lost cities of the Incas. 17 kilometers outside of Cusco, he arrived at Machu Picchu. Bingham was ambitious. He always wanted to be the first, the discoverer. But this city was not at the bottom of the sea. People lived and farmed in the area and had their own legends about it. Peru was grateful enough to designate him the scientific discoverer who had brought the site to public attention. But exactly what he had discovered was not clear. At various times, he considered it the birthplace of Incan civilization, or the last stronghold where they retreated from the Spanish, or both. None of these speculations has panned out in later studies. The legends of gold and silver treasure were also disappointing. The Spanish had cleared out the Incan treasure long before. But there were items of archaeological interest, pottery and bones, and even mummified remains to be sent back to Yale to help establish a museum. The Peruvian government woke up and realized their cultural history was being looted and hauled off to the United States. They set up severe restrictions, which Bingham's team violated, especially on his third expedition, which expanded beyond Machu Picchu to other Incan cities and resulted in crates and crates of material, much of it smuggled out of the country. Bingham settled into Yale as a professor of South American history. Among his students were Bush family members, two of whose descendants would become president. Drawn into Republican politics, the professor would serve briefly as governor and then senator from Connecticut. But the highlight of his life, after the discovery itself, was an edition of National Geographic magazine, entirely devoted to his discovery, with 250 photographs. This was the publicity that brought Machu Picchu and its discoverer to world attention. But the low light, if there is such a word, was when Yale returned all of Bingham's collection to Peru as booty illegally seized from its rightful nation. The book is Cradle of Gold by Christopher Haney. This program has been Lifelines. I'm John Augustine.